The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Babakama has been generously sponsored in our Dafyumi program by our good friend and patron and charter member of our Dafyumi class, Siyahu Ashar HaKohen and his dear wife, Rina, that Dazat Hashem, they will have continued Hatzlacha, Harvacha, Bechol, Maaseh, Yedehem, Biriut, Health, Happiness, Prosperity, and much Nachat from their children. May they enjoy many years of Shalom, Bayit, uh, Tranquility, and Peace of Mind. Amen, Amen. we are one, two, three, four lines from the top gufa. We learned above Amar Rav Keren Kein Sheganav. Tashlume Kefir v'Tashlume Arba v'Hamisha Kishat Amad Abedin. So the Gemara gives a very important rule in the name of Rav. When a person steals, so he has to pay back principal. Keren. So the Keren you pay back the principal at what price? Kein Sheganav. That's at the time of the theft, whatever the item was worth, even though it might have gone down subsequently from the time that it was brought to Beddin. You pay the price at the time of the theft. Now, when it comes to Kefil, which means he's a Ganavi, he has to pay penalty. It's called Kefil. Or let's say he stole it and he slaughtered it or sold it. So, or Kefil, that is a payment that is calculated at the time that he's brought to court. So there is a difference between <coughs> principal payment at the time of the theft, penalty payment at the time of the judgment. That is the Hiddush of Rav. What's the reason of Rav? We need Pesukim to substantiate this. Amar because we have a Pesuk that says Geneva v'hayim. In one Pesuk it says if a person steals something, it also mentions if the item is hayim, if the item is Alive. So the Gemara is Doresh, these two words, Geneva Chayim. Amai ka'amar Rahmana Chayim begeneva. Why does the Torah have to go out of its way to say the word Chayim next to the word Geneva in the Pasuk? So the Gemara says, Achiyal Keren Kain Sheganav. It's telling you, when you steal, Achiyal Keren, literally make the principle alive as, as, as it was at the time that you stole it. It literally means give life to the principle. Meaning, give life to the principle to the way it was at the time that you stole it. That is his dirasha. Rav must have said this statement when he was sleeping. Because it doesn't make sense, because it's contradicting a Braita. The Tanya, because we have a Braita that's against him. Kehusha Vishmina. Person stole an animal that was Kahush, it was a lean animal. Vishmina, and it became fattened. Vishalem, Tashlume Kevav, Tashlume Arba, Vahamisha, Kain Sheganav. Oh, 
The Tesla careful of this, Amisha is paid according to the time of the theft, meaning you pay lean. Oh, but you just told me that what? That Tesla you pay at the time of the Hamada Bedin, the time of the judgment. So you're going against a Bifirush Bright. And I want to point out to you, and the sword points this out, that this whole Gemara is talking about where you're not paying back the actual object itself. You have the actual object itself, you just give back the object. Okay, what it's worth. There it is. We're talking about where you're now, the object is not around anymore. So now you have to pay money. So the question is, how do you evaluate the lost, uh, the stolen object at the time of the theft or the time of Ahmad Abedin? But this Bright that clearly is against Rav Amre. They say no. Mishum de Amale Ana Patimna Achakalt. I fattened it, and you want to take the money for that? He stole it, he fed it, it cost the money. There we understand where he fed it, and it was out of pocket that the Ganav spent. Okay, then you can pay according to the time of the theft. We're talking about a case with the market value dropped. Nothing that he did, just the price of the animal itself went down. But if a guy actually fed the animal, and he spent money to make it shaman, so then a different story. Then of course the Ganav does not have to pay the higher price. Okay, because he did it. Look at Nashi. Gemara says, look at Nashi. Umishum da amarle. Right, because you can tell him, I fattened it, and you want to take that money? Aval, shavcha bedamim. But if the price just got better, meaning intrinsically the price went up, shehukru behemot beshuk, oshinet patema me'eleha, or let's say it became fattened by itself, meshalem kefil kiashta. So then you pay the kefil according to the price that it is now. So there's a difference between where the ganav himself caused the price to go up where it happened, Naturally, Tashema, we have a Braita, Shemena Vichisha. It was fat. The opposite case, right? It was a fat animal when he stole it. And then what happened? Vichisha. And it became uh, lean. How did it become lean? The Ganab was hitting it. And he was overworking it. Therefore, that was already, he was doing it by himself, right? He did it himself. Again, against Rav. He has to pay the Tashlumah Kefil according to the time of the theft. Meaning he has to pay the fattened price. Uh, what do you mean? You said Kefil and Arbaba Mashiach is paid according to the time of the judgment. Exactly, because the, uh, the Nizak, the one that got damaged, could say, what's the difference if you killed it totally? What's the difference if you killed it partially? Which means... You agree that when you slaughtered it, let's say, so then you pay according to what uh, the slaughtering pays according to what it is now, right? At the time of Hamada uh, Bedin. So therefore, when the, the first time you take the stick and you start hitting it, that's already like you slaughtered it. What's the difference if you slaughtered it in totality or slaughtered it partially? And therefore, initially it was fat. When you banged it the first time, that's already you started to slaughter it. So therefore, pay me from that time already. Pay me from the time where it was fattened. Bishlama, when it happened by, by itself, let's say, and it went down. Oh, so then you started to slaughter it after it got already uh, cheap. Okay, so I paid the cheap price. Masha'enken, when you started to, you yourself started to slaughter, it was, it was considered like an elongated slaughtering. By working it very hard, so you're, you're basically slaughtering the animal in a slow way. So pay me from the beginning of the slaughtering. Beginning of the slaughtering, the animal was worth uh, more money. Yeah, that's good what I'm saying. The time that he started to weaken it, that's already when the Tibiha started. Therefore, no question against Rav. Rav will agree that you have to pay according to the 
earlier prize. Now, and when did Rav say his din? Who the Kamar? He was talking about where the pl- the price fluctuated, where it went up and it went down. It was expensive and then it went down. So now the Gemara is going to ask, what exactly is the case? So tell me that what initially the animals were at Zuz. And what at the end it went up in price to become four Zuz. And you tell me that the Keren is paid according to the time of the theft, meaning he'll pay one Zuz. That's the case, the Nav is arguing on Rabah. Well, what did Rabah say? This fellow. He stole a barrel of wine from his friend. Initially, the barrel of wine was worth one zuz. And then later on, the price of wine went up to become four zuz. Tavra took the barrel, and he broke it. Yeah, this is the thief. Or shatya, or he actually drank it. Mishalem Dalit. Oh, he has to pay four. So you see what? Right over here you have a question. Because here it's saying that the guy stole a barrel of wine. It was worth one. It went up to four. When it was at four, he smashed it on the ground. He has to pay four. What do you mean? According to you, Rav, you said that the principal is paid according to the time of the theft. Chaura, Rabah is arguing on you. It's barmimela, but if it broke by itself, Mishalem Zuzah. Then he only has to pay one zoo. So let's read Rashi first to see exactly the analysis of this case of Rabah. Tabra. See Rashi Tabra. Rashi At the time that he broke the barrel, the barrel went up to four. Tabra biyadayim. Oshatya. Or he actually drank it. Mishalem dalid. Mafkid mefaresh ta'ma. And the Gemara B'Metziah explains the logic of this case. As long as the barrel of wine is still around, it's considered still in the possession of the original owner. Because he has to return it. So since he still has to return it, as long as the barrel is still around, you consider it the owner's. Oh, and therefore what? When the price went up, so the price went up, not in the Gazlans, the shoot. The, I stole it when it was worth one. Right? The market price went up to four, but it went up in your shoot. And therefore, all I have to do is pay you back from the time that I stole. My stealing took place when? At the time when it was one. Oh, when am I considered a thief for the second time in this story? When I take the item and I break it. I stole it first. Now I'm a Ganav. Ganav stage one. But still, I didn't do anything to it. I would have to return it back to the guy. So it's still considered his. Alright? So therefore, okay, fine. So that, if it went up in that case, I would have to pay one. But I took it, be a daim, and I smashed it. I'm a Gazlan stage two. Now, so it's considered you stole it at that point now. So since you broke it, be a daim, you stole it at that point, you have to pay now what it is worth right now, which you have to pay for. But if it broke, memela by itself, which means, why are you telling me if it broke Memela that I have to pay 
שעת גזלה, והיא שעתה זוזה הוא דשביה. וגבי תמיכה ומכירה, הבי כי תברא או שתיה. תברא ושתיה, breaking it בידיים, would be compared to the case of slaughtering it. Right? You're getting rid of the item. What did Rav teach me? Rav said, Tabachu machar, you pay according to the present value what it is now. Whereas you see, Tabachu machar, which means Arba'a v'chamisha, by that case over there, what did Rav say? Tabachu machar pays according to what it is at the time of Ha'amadah, Bedin. And over here, what are we saying? Over here, Rabbah is saying that if I broke it, right, I'm going to pay what? According to what it is? Current value, which means it was one, and it went up to four. So what's the contradiction according to Rashi? The question is as follows. We can compare a case of breaking a bottle of wine, be a dying, to a case of slaughtering an animal. What did Rab say in the Gabe slaughtering an animal? The payment is as follows. The principle, because there's principle and there's penalty. Principle at the time of the theft. Oh, principle at the time of the theft, that means you're only going to pay one. But here Rabbi is saying that when you break a barrel of wine, the principal payment is calculated when? The time of the Ahmad Abedin, the higher price. So the Chaurat, you're learning the one, the appreciation to four case, Rav is arguing on Rabbi. Clear, because Rava holds, when you break it, you pay according to what it is now. Whereas Rav holds, when you slaughter it, you pay the principal according to what it was, the cheaper price. So do we want to make a mahluk between Rav and Rava? So the Gemara says, you're right. Amre, first white line. Kika Amar Rav, reverse the case. Kegon de me'ikara shavya dalid. The case is the other way around, exactly. The price, not appreciated, but it depreciated. It was worth four at the time of the theft, and then it went down to one at the time of Ahmadabim. The kid and the principal you have to pay at the time of the theft. The time of the theft, what is it worth? Four. You got to pay four. But when it comes to the Arba'ava Hamisha, the careful payment, the other payment of Arba'ava Hamisha, that's already paid at the time of Ha'amada Bedin. So comes again when I. So that is the case that we're learning. Even when it went down, so it says, Even when it went down you, the, 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 the principal is the higher payment, the Kefil and the Arba'ava Hamisha is the lower payment at the time of the depreciation. So it comes again when it says, Tani Rabbi Hanina Lisiyu'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a'a
So you got everything in this case. You got his swearing, his lying, his confession, and you got witnesses. So the Torah says, Im edim hoda. If he confessed before the witnesses showed up, v'shadem keren v'chomesh v'asham. Good, like we know the regular law of to'en ta'anat ganav, and then he was modeh. He does everything. Keren chomesh asham. V'im v'shabau edim hoda. But if he admitted only after the witnesses came, v'shadem tashlume kefil. He's going to have to pay kefil. We understand that. Because bottom line, he didn't confess. The witnesses caught him that he was the Ganav. He was trying to pay nothing with his testifying, with his, with his statement. And now you have to pay kefir. The Asham. Oh, interesting. But he still has to bring a Qurban Asham because bottom line, he swore falsely. The kefir, I'm not going to get you on because the witnesses caught you. But you swore. You got to have kapara for the uh, swearing. So the Gemara says you got to pay I got to bring Korban Asham for the swear that you swore falsely. Vechomsho ole lo bechfelo devrer bi Yaakov. But he doesn't have to pay the chomesh because by paying the kefil, the kefil covers the chomesh. Now it sounds like the Gemara is going to say the kefil equals chomesh. So we're going to have to figure out mathematically a case where kefil can equal homage. That's like I say, you don't have to pay homage, because by paying the kefil, the kefil is the homage in this case. Look at the bottom Rashi, please. V'shalem kefil ve'asham ve'chomesh. O'lein of the kefil. Shareh, homesh le'ba'alimu. Ah, who gets homesh, by the way? When I, when I swear falsely, and the Torah says, and then I admit, I got to pay principal plus homage, who gets that? The guy that I stole from. The penalty goes to the one that I was stolen from. Ve'hu shaka, ve'hu sh- uh, he took it. By getting kefil, he gets uh, the chomesh. Oh, she tells us right away, we must be talking about a case where the kefil payment and the chomesh are equal in number. Because if the kefil was more than the chomesh, lav chomesh have which means, when the Torah says Chomesh, it's got to be Chomesh. If the Kefil was more, so then that's not Chomesh. The Torah specifically wanted you to pay Chomesh for the Shavuah. So what he says, when you pay the Kefil, a Kefil ole no lechomsho, we want to create a case, which the Torah is going to create it for us, where the Kefil payment was exactly Chomesh of the Gereva, and the devil is covered. We'll go back to this. The Torah is going to give us two sheet, two more sheetot. The Yaakov, exactly. The Rabbi say, They learn from a pasuk. The pasuk says over there that you have to pay Berosho v'chamishitav. You have to pay the principal and you have to add a fifth. So the Rabbis learn that I shall like this. Mamon amishtalem berosh. When you pay mamon berosh, meaning principal, when you only have to pay principal, mosif homesh, then already you add a fifth. However, mamon she'en mishtalem berosh, but if you're not paying principal, for example, in a case where you got caught by witnesses, correct? You got caught by the witnesses, now you're paying kefil, and mosif homesh. Okay, so Hakim argue under Biyakov. Hakamim say you only pay homish when you pay principal. But once I'm paying kefil, there's no homish 
bichlal. It's not like the rabbis came along and said, no, your homish is in your uh, is in the pesach. You're not obligated to homish at all. You do not have to pay it at all. There's no din homesh, which means even, as she says, afidu lo shavin Even if the homesh and the kefil are not equal, it doesn't matter. Just pay the kefil and you're finished. Third chita. Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai Omer, Rashbi says, En homesh ve'asham mishtalim b'mkom sheyesh kefil. He says, even a korban asham, you don't have to bring when there's a kefil payment. So it comes out this three shitot. Tanakama holds. Everybody, everybody agrees. Toin Tanat Ganav. Nishba. Hoda. Everybody says, Keren. Chomesh. Asham. No argument. Where's the argument? Toin Tanat Ganav. Nishba. Witnesses came along and now caught him. Oh, so now Tanakama says, well, everybody, well, everybody says kefil. That's not a question. question. Now you were caught. You were caught, uh, I did. Uh, so Tanakama says, not only you got to bring kefil, my friend, but you got to bring an asham. Hachemim come along and say, no, 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 no. Hachemim come along and say, I'm what? And Rabbi Yaakov says, and your kefil payment, which is equal to the uh, homish, that covers homish as well. Hachemim says, I'm sorry, there's no homish over here. There's no homish. Homish is only paid when you're paying principal. And Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai says, not only is there no homish, there's not even a... Asham. Here's the question now. Katani mihat. Partial quotation from his Braita. Humsho olelo bekefelo. The Chomesh will be covered when he pays the kefil payment of Rabbi Yaakov. Hechi dame. Give me the mathematics. Give me a case where the kefil payment is going to equal the Chomesh. Well, you're telling me, well, you paid the Chomesh already in the kefil, so therefore you covered. What's the case? Ilema. Oh. Right? Maybe in time where the price did not fluctuate at all. At the time that the guy got the collateral in his house, it was worth four. And at the time that he stole it, it was also worth four. Is that so? Is the homesh equal the kefil? Kefil is four. Right? Principle is four, and the kefil is going to be another four. But Chomesh is only going to be one Zuz. Which is, we're learning the Chomesh on the outside. Right? Without the principle. Which means four. Uh, there's two ways to learn a Chomesh. Right? I can learn a fifth of the number four. Or I add one to the, to the four. Now it's So a fifth of that, Chomeshito, is one. There's different ways of calculating a Chomesh. In any event, the Gebaraz learned the Chomesh of four would be. One. So therefore, that cannot be the case, because if I'm paying four, what do you mean? Oh, the four covers Chomesh. What if four covers Chomesh? Four is not equal to Chomesh. We need a case where the Kefil and the Chomesh are equal. Comes again what says. Oh, you know what the case must be talking about? Originally, the item was worth four. Uzbesov Shavya Zuza. The kefela zuza. The kefil we know goes according to what it is now. And what's the kefil worth? One zuz. The chomsha zuza. And the homesh is going to be paid according to the time of the theft. At the time of the theft, what was it? It was four. And what's a fifth of four according to Gemara's calculation? One. Oh, so by giving the one, 
for kefil, which is really equal to the e. Homish, you're killing two birds with one stone. The homsho ole lo bikfilo. The item was no. The kefil is one. No, no, no. Kefil means you pay back the item plus one. So the principal I pay back. I'm not talking about the principal now. Kefilo is how much? I got to pay another one. Whatever the principal is, I got to pay it again. So if I pay one, but that's exactly the equal amount of homish, because the time of the theft was four, and the homish of four is one. Oh, so then we have a case. So comes again. Look at Ashi, please. Ashi says the kefila zuza, the homsha zuza. See that Ashi? The homish batal karnas Very good. The homish goes after the principal. A homish is a principal payment, correct? Meaning it, it's calculated based on principal. And we know on principal you pay at the time of the theft. At the time of the theft it was four. And we know, from the outside, Zuza, so you add another Zuz, beautiful, this is exactly like Rabzdin, where the case was four, and it depreciated, so you see the, the mathematics work over here, very good, Right? If you're not going to go keren keren shiganav, so the kefil, the homish is not going to equal a kefil. The e kefil keren shiganav have idalid. And if you're going to say that the kefil is according to the time and stealing, the kefil is going to be dalid. That's like what the homish. The only way you can make this case that kefil and homish are equal is to judge keren at the time of the theft and kefil at the time of the. So we brought a proof to Rav from the right. Alma, and here it is. Keren keren shaganav. So we brought a brayta in support of Rav. Amar Raba, Raba comes along and says, Le'olam demeikara shavi arba, v'ashtara shavi arba. No, I can tell you the case over here was talking about. It was four, and it remained four. Uh, it doesn't work out for us then. Because our question was, if it's four kefil is four, and homish is one, and you said the kefil has to be oleno be'omsho, homsho oleno be'kefilo, or the kakasha, kefila dalid, ve'chomshe zuza. Oh, I can answer that question. Akhame ma'askinan, kogon, shenishba' ve'chazar ve'nishba' arba' pe'amim. What was the case over here? Kefil is four. No problem with that. The item is four. State four. So no matter when you're going to calculate Kefil, Kefil is always going to be four. Okay. But how could you give me a case that Hamishit is going to be, the Chomish is going to be four also. Chaurah Chomish is one. Oh, so Rabak creates a case. You know what the case is about? The guy I swore, I stole the item. No. He swore I didn't steal the item. Sorry, the item got stolen. Uh, you willing to swear? I swear the item got stolen. Over so, what does he say? Mechila. I did it. It was me. Was you? I got to pay Hamishit. How much is Hamishit? One. Okay, good. Says, you know what? Really, the item got stolen. Hey, you want to swear? I swear the item got stolen. Oh, you know, it was me. Oh, I got to pay another hamishit, by the way. 
And now you have two. And you did it a third time, and you did it a fourth time. So therefore, the Hadush of the Torah is Mahamishitab. That I don't care, you can pay a lot of Hamishits. Every time you're willing to swear, and then again, uh, uh, you know, go back on your word and be modeh, you got to pay a penalty. So Rabbah says, you have no proof for Rav, really. We want to learn the proof is obvious. Uh, it was four, it was four, and then it went down to one. Oh, beautiful. If the case is like that, everything makes sense. One is the amount of uh, kefir. Because kefir, you go according to what it is now. Kedin, you go according to what it is at the time of the theft, and therefore the hamishit is based on that calculation, which is going to be one. Oh, so when you pay the one, uh, beautiful, Rabs is correct. Abbas says, no. I'll give you a case, it was four, and it remained four. Ah, if that's the case, how in the world can a kefil of four equal hamishit? In the case where the guy swore four times. And he was more there four times. And there was a hadush of the Torah, is what? You got to pay for each time he swore falsely. So comes the Gemara and says... Comes the Gemara and says... Now we need sources. Amal war, we learned above. Well, let's just get the Pesukim of it. It says Berosho Vahamishito. So how do the rabbis learn of it? When you're paying Rosho, when you're paying Kerin, that's when you pay Homish. But when you're paying Kefil, there's no Homish. That's Kerin payment, it's Rosh. When you pay Kerin, Mosif Homish. But according to Hachamim, they agree that you're still bringing Asham. They only argued on the obligation of Homish. Again, what's the case? He got caught. Witnesses caught him. He swore. Witnesses caught him. What does Hachamim hold? Hachamim hold, well, you got to pay Kefir, no Homish, but yeah, Asham. So Gibran says, What's the reason why you don't pay Homish? The next the word is what? Asham is also telling you only when you pay. Kerim. So just like you said, Homish is only when there's Kerim. So Asham should also be with Kerim. What's the difference between Asham and Homish? Uh, How do they go together? Because the Pasuk says, It just could have said, the et separates. That the asham rule doesn't follow the homish rule. The et ashamo. The et is mafsik. No? No, no. Maybe when you swear, and, uh, that's why you bring asham, right? That's what we say. That's what I mean, say. So you bring it up. You just don't bring homish. That was the Gemara's question. Homish you're not bringing because you're saying only when you pay principal, there's no homish. I'm sorry, only when you pay principal, there is homish. And when you pay kefen, there's no homish. So for the same logic, you should say, because the principle says Hashem. Only when you pay principle, there's an Hashem. And when there's no uh, uh, principle, you know Hashem. That's, that's your logic. No. Because the Pasuk says, Ve'et Hashemo. Meaning, there's a Homish law, separate, Ve'et, separate, Hashemo. Hashem is always. So, Gabriel asked, Ve'et Hashemo, Ben Yochai. Oh, but the Bishmon Ben Yochai was the Shita that said, you never bring an Hashem. You only bring an Hashem when there's Kerim. Once there's Kerim, there's no Hashem. What does he do with the word ve'et? Doesn't it separate? So he says, ve'et arbekera. The vav. The vav of ve'et combines them. Vav is like a musif. So therefore combines them. That means what? 
Right, which, no, which means you only bring in Asham when there's Homish. And when is the Homish? When there's Rosho, when there's Kedin. But if there's no Kedin, everything flow goes together. There's not going to be Homish as well as Asham. It's all one part, it's all one mix. Which means, when a person is Modeh, then you pay Kedin, Homish, Asham. However, when you're not Modeh, when they didn't catch you, that's it. No, no homish, no asham ve'it. The vav is combined. Everything works together. Either all or nothing. That's a shbi. Over a banan, amri lecha. What did the rabbi do with the vav? Lechaura. The rabbi said ve'it separates the dini. What do you mean? But the vav lechaura puts them all together. They should work together. Homish and asham should work together. The vav. Over a banan, amri lecha. Lo lichtov rachmana. Lo vav velo et. You know what? The Torah would not have to write, not a vav, and not a, don't write any, don't, don't write the word bechlal. And what would I, what would I have uh, said? I would have said, combine them. I would have said that uh, it all goes uh, together. Once already the Pasuk wrote the word ve'et, which you didn't have to write it at all, already it's mafsik. The Rabbanan said the word, the whole word is extra. Don't write the word bechlal, and I'll say that what? The homish, hasham, they all work as a package. Once already you wrote the word ve'et, finished, that's already mafsik. Again, get clarity. What does mafsik mean? That homish and Hashem do not work together. Even in a place where I'm not going to pay uh, homish, I will still have to bring in Hashem. For example, in the case of where my kefil and homish, they're covered. Right? In the case where I was trying to get up, I swore. Okay, what happened? Witnesses showed up and said, What? Witnesses showed up. I mean, yeah, yeah, good. Witnesses showed up and said, What? Uh, we saw you do it. So I got to pay careful. No homish. No homish, because homish only goes with Kirin. But what? Ve'et mafsik? Ben Hashem, you're going to bring. Last line. Et lo sagya. Right. De lo katav la afsuke. Ben Mamon Gavoa Le Mamon Ediot. Which means you had to write it. The Bishra wants that the word it had to be written because you have to separate between regular money and God's money. Meaning regular money is homish. That, that's that's close to the guy. Asham is. So don't tell me you could have just mixed it all without writing. It you had to write to make a separation just out of kavod between there's a money that's Ramon Hulin and then there's money that's Ramon Gavoa. So once you had to write the word it by writing the word vav, the vav now and therefore if it's the vav is now mixing there, not only this but this also so therefore he learns everything goes together. When there's Keren, there's Homish, and there's Asham. All one package. When there's no Keren, there's no Homish, and there's no Asham as well. So that's the three-way Mahlokh. Let's just review the three-way Mahlokh. It'll be Yaakov, HaKamir, and Yisrael, and Yohai. Everybody holds again. Toen, Tanat, Kanav, Nishba, Vehoda, Keren, Homish, Asham. No argument. Nishba, Edim came along. Shittat, Rabbi Yaakov, Kefil, everybody holds Kefil, leave that. Kefil, everybody holds. You got, you, got, you got caught. Oh, he holds also, and in this case over here, the Kefil payment, which is equal to the Homish, like we created the case, that's covered. <laughs> and also you got to bring in Asham, because of the 
Shibua. Comes Hakimim and say, Asham, I agree with you, you're going to bring. But you don't have to give this homish. Even if the kefir does not equal the homish, you're off of homish. Oh, why is Asham separate? Because it says, Ve'et. Ve'et, Ashamo, meaning Asham has different. And even when you're not paying kerin, you can still pay Asham. According to the Bishamom in your high, he says, No, Ve'et. Ve'et, Arvekera. Ve'et, everything's equal. That means what? When there's Keren, there's Homesh, there's Asham. When there's no Keren, there's not Homesh, and there's no Asham as well.